Good morning, everyone, and welcome all. Welcome back to the Still Life Podcast, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Still Life Podcast. And we are starting with a new devotional today, and the title is The Seven Laws of Love. Our devotional is titled Love Requires Commitment. And we are taking our first scripture from 1 Kings chapter 19, verse 19 to 21. It says, So he departed thence and found Elisha the son of Shaphat, who was plowing with twelve yokes of oxen before him. And he with the twelve and Elijah passed by him, and cast his mantle upon him. And he left the oxen, and ran after Elijah, and said, Let me, I pray thee, kiss my father and my mother, and then I will follow thee. And he said unto him, Go back again, for what have I done to thee? And he returned back from him, and took a yoke of oxen, and slew them and bore their flesh with the instruments of the oxen, and gave unto the people, and they did eat. Then he arose and went after Elijah, and ministered unto him. Amen. The devotional says, Love requires commitment, and commitment requires abandoning our exit strategy. One of my favorite examples of removing any exit strategy comes from the prophet Elisha. The Old Testament book of 1 Kings chronicles Elijah's extraordinary story. God called Elisha into a life of ministry. But Elisha wisely understood that embracing his calling would mean letting go of his current career. He had to make a choice between his love for God and his need for familiarity and financial security of his home. Elisha was a farmer from a family of farmers. His cattle and his farming equipment represented his family trade, his heritage, and his income. Elijah didn't want the temptation of a comfortable as a strategy in his mind on the days when he knew life in ministry might get uncomfortable. Elisha wanted to go all in with God to simultaneously celebrate his new calling and publicly display his commitment to God, Elisha threw himself a very unique going away party. He slaughtered all his cattle and cooked their meat by burning all his farm equipment. He was symbolically and literally lighting fire to his as a strategy. As he celebrated his new adventure with friends and family that night, they all knew he wouldn't be coming home because he made sure he would have nothing to come home to. He had removed the temptation. He had eliminated the exit strategy. His love for God moved him to make a dramatic commitment. God honored Elisha's commitment. Elisha went on to become one of the most significant spiritual leaders in Israel's history. His love, faith, and commitment to God continue to inspire people around the globe. Love thrives where love is rooted in commitment. Make sure your loved ones know your love isn't just a fickle feeling. It's a promise for your shared future and breaks a deeper sense of responsibility for and accountability to your loved ones and you'll be cultivating fertile soils where lasting love can take root.
Our last scripture is Ruth chapter 1, verse 16 to 17. It says, And Ruth said, Entreat me not to leave thee, or to return from following after thee. For whither thou goest, I will go, and where thou lodgest, I will lodge. Thy people shall be my people, and thy God my God. Where thou diest, I will die, and there will I be buried. The Lord do so to me and more also, if aught but death depart thee and me. Amen. Some other scripture says, where you go, I will go. Where you stay, I will stay. Today's scripture is trying to tell us about love and then commitment. How the two always go hand in hand. Most of us have been called into ministry. Most people have made a personal choice to live away from sin most people have decided to dedicate their life to god but these same people have exit strategies like someone has been called to do full-time ministry but a person is like okay i'm leaving my current job to go and do ministry for god but yet still i still have my current job in the background in case ministry doesn't go well i have a cushion to fall back into there are people that are trying to live a life away from sin but then they have a backup plan so this devotion is making us understand that god does not deal with backup plans when you go fully into god when you fully invest into god that this is what i want to do for the lord this is what i want to do with the lord that is when he will reward you but the moment you have a backup plan you always fall into temptation of considering or oh, maybe God's blessing is waiting too long. Or oh, maybe God is delaying. Maybe the purpose God has for me is not being fulfilled yet. Maybe the promises of God are not seeing them yet. Then therefore, you jump back into your backup plan. Anytime you go into the promises of God with a backup plan, you fall back into the backup plan. Therefore, distancing you more away from the promise of God. Ruth made a promise to Naomi. When Naomi told Ruth that, go back to your father's land, go find another man to marry, to give you security, to give you peace. Now, Ruth told Naomi that, no, I will follow you. Where you go, I will go. Where you stay, I will stay. And she made a covenant that if if not death, that tears it apart, let the Lord do this to me. And many more she literally placed a curse onto herself that if I leave you alone if it is not that that separates us if I make a personal decision to move away from you then the Lord do this to me that that is that that is a bold move to make especially the fact that she and Naomi were living the land that they were used to back into Naomi's homeland where she didn't know the security would provide where she didn't know the financial state where she didn't even know anything about that place but she decided to take that bold step by burning her backup plan she burnt the backup plan to ashes when Elisha was called into ministry the Bible makes us understand that he was a farmer he had castles he had 
all those things but then when he decided to do full-time ministry for god he killed all his cattle he cooked them he destroyed all his instruments and he made the personal decision that i am dedicating myself to god that father if this doesn't work out i have nothing to go back to this morning i'm admonishing us that we should get a point with God where we are like, Lord, if you don't step in for me, Lord, if you don't do this for me, I have nothing else. I have no one else. I have nowhere else to go because I have left everything. I have abandoned everything. I have destroyed everything to follow you this day. Sometime ago, there was this thing going around that was like, some people are asking why are we doing the god thing so much and the response was like without god i have nothing else to do without god in my boat i have nothing else to do i have nowhere else to go if i don't do this god thing nobody will fight my battles for me that is where some of us needs to get to that is the place some of us needs to have an encounter with the lord I have bent all my backup plans. I have destroyed all the blueprints. If you don't step in for me, there is nothing else I can do. There is no one else that can help. There is nowhere else that I can go. Because I have fully dedicated and committed myself to you. Love comes with commitment. Love comes by showing working. It's not just by word of mouth that we decide that we want to do this for the Lord. It's more about a personal decision. It's more about a step. It's more about a commitment. I want you to ponder over this as you go in through today. You can't follow God with a backup plan. It doesn't work like that. You can't follow God with a backup plan. Father, we thank you for your word that has come to us today. We bless your name, O God. Father, we thank you that you are helping us. Father, we thank you, God, that we have totally surrendered ourselves unto you this day. We pray that, Lord, you will lead us. We have no backup, Lord. We have no exit strategy. There is nothing that we can do without you. We dedicate ourselves fully unto you, Lord, and we pray that you take absolute control over all our endeavors. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening. Remember, the word of God is still life. I hope you are blessed and learned from this. See you again next time.